Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. everybody. Hi. I'm Carol Ann. Matt. And <laughs> this is another episode of Boozed and Confused. Yep. W- welcome. Hey. Thanks for joining us. Hi. All right. Um, before we dive into today's topic that I know absolutely nothing about, uh, Matt is just going to drive this episode. If it's one of my episodes, it's something about like existential dread or something. Yeah, it's super depressing probably. So, yeah, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) So if you want something that uh, maybe won't cause your downward spiral to start your week off, then maybe pick us back up on like Friday. Look, I love spiraling. (laughs) I need to spiral once in a while. But this one didn't make me spiral, actually. This is just confirming my suspicion about everything out there everything pretty much great yeah question everything all righty well before we get into it you guys know the drill you go through your housekeeping couple things um check us out on social media uh if you still have one of those we're on facebook instagram and twitter i've been super quiet because your girl has been very busy um but i'm trying to get back into it so i apologize but i i do um see your comments and everything when i do actually post so you totally could have just asked me to post for the week and i'd I'd have posted some dank stuff i don't (laughs) i don't know that i trust what you would post i'm i'm really enjoying those like joe biden memes about yeah see this is why you don't even have the login (laughs) I would get us in trouble, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, Boost and Confused or Boost Confused. The, the, you know, just Google it. You'll find us. Um, and if social media isn't your thing, but you still want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email, uh, boostingconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to buy anything from my Amazon wish list, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. it's just mainly just pokemon cards yeah <laughs> if you if you have any pokemon cards from uh maybe about 15 years ago that you want to send our way uh because you just want to support the pod that's a great way to do so if it makes it any better i'm i'm not a scalper i'm yeah. not the guy selling the things for like eight times their value i'm genuinely just collecting them again mainly because my friends collect them and it's fun to show each other what we've collected yeah yeah not scalping here uh which brings me to uh the other item which is uh if you 
want to support the pod we don't really have like a buy me a coffee or a patreon or anything because I don't even have time to post (laughs) dank memes on Instagram more than two times a week Um, so the best way that you could actually support us is by leaving us a review uh, and following us on your platform of choice and really this goes for any podcast that you listen to Um, especially the the little guys not the the Joe Rogans I think they'd be okay without you no, he needs everyone. I don't think he so. He needs everyone. <laughs> no, but those small pods, like, I don't know. There's so many good pods. And I, I usually, if you follow us on Twitter, um, there's like a great pod family. And I try to give everybody a shout out every now and then. And um, it's a great little community. I, I love our little pod family. But yeah, yeah so if you want to support us uh, and you want to leave us a review, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, if you want to take a screenshot of the review and then send it to us, as long as you're not telling us to like eat shit, um, we will send you some boosting confused stickers if you send us a screenshot of it. So, uh, you know, that's cool. We're like dwindling down in our little pile of 4,000. <laughs> yeah. I think we just hit like 3,980. Yeah. Only about a hundred of them are on the cats. So yeah, I like to stick them to their backs. <laughs> this is this is a joke i haven't done that i don't even know where they are right now just kidding they're totally right over there i'm pointing but no one no one can see my finger and i think that's it for for housekeeping items right? um i'm i'm not drinking anything beer or liquor related right now at least i i was however drinking a uh revolution brewing um IPA it was it was called armadillo hero it was from like a combo pack of IPAs and I'm not gonna lie I can't really tell the difference between <laughs> the IPAs they it was hazy the same. it was hazy and juicy and it was wonderful and I love it and I love revolution um revolution reminds me of c2e2 yeah uh spending 15 dollars for a cup and mm-hmm. a beer mm-hmm. and then just walking around and then you're like a little out. tipsy by like 10 a.m because that's the first place that you went it just loosens my fingers around my wallet a little yeah. bit that's all it does yeah. it just i yeah it's it a just, form yeah. of self-care yeah you know? yeah you know and since we're gonna go grocery shopping after this i'm just <laughs> having a Lacroix. oh it's exciting being adults but i totally had a beer earlier yeah yeah, and I obviously um, haven't, but if anyone has like a good, I think it's like non-alcoholic beers, if anyone has a good recommendation of something that could like maybe make me think of the good times. I think Heineken has one. No, that, no. I like Heineken. No. I like the skunk. No, no. I like no, no, the no. skunk. All right. Well, without further ado, I think we can probably get into it then. Sure. Sure. So, uh, I don't know, I guess like an opening question is like, do you ever, uh, think about how many times we, um, being humans, of course, have come close to just like screwing the pooch and ending all life on earth? (laughs) I can't say that this is, uh, like a common thought that I have, but I do think about, um, like the doomsday clock and like how close it is to midnight, you know, if that's like kind of along the lines of what you're saying i i think that is more of like a 
once it hits 12 o'clock, then it's like not going to be able to Good be, night. Be turn back. Yeah. And plus, you could totally turn the clock back and. I don't think we're going to, if, we, if I'm being yeah, I totally don't think, honest. I don't I don't, I don't trust in humans' goodness. No. Um, and I, I'm not talking about, like, natural disasters or, like, close calls, like, you know, like volcanoes or earthquakes or hurricanes, monsoons, et cetera, et mm-hmm. cetera. Mm-hmm. Things that are, are not in the realm of our control. Also, <laughs> like, meteorites and comets, mm-hmm. those are those are fun. I'm, I'm kind of on the thought wave where like if that was truly going to happen nasa wouldn't tell us i i feel like they would i feel like they would tell us i feel like nasa's the good guys do you, i i, I would much NASA's rather just be erased unknowingly <clears throat> than have to embrace my uh immediate um erasure from death. existence yeah, yeah i'd would much rather just NASA just hold that in their pocket and just be like, hey, everything's cool. <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. Don't cancel your Comcast cable. <laughs> that's a that's really a fresh wound. That's uh that's 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 not okay. That's not okay. Uh, I actually um I think an alarming amount of time I, I think about <laughs> our our cat meowing and I wonder what they think about. No, I um, at, at an alarming rate, think about uh, the extinction of the human race. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, at times, I'm like, three, two, one now. Like you were with the Comcast cable waiting for it to be shut off after I told you them got, to you, disconnect. You know, I'm a cable cutter. My name's <laughs> Carol Ann. Matt can't watch South Park anymore. <laughs> I can't watch South Park anymore. Yeah, well, maybe pick up a book. Or something, you know? Go rent a season of South Park from the library. I'm not gonna do that. It's not it's not nineteen ninety five. Could be. No, I refuse. I refuse to do that. I refuse to play your game. Um, look at us off off course already. No, I'm I think a lot about uh how frequently or maybe infrequently the human race comes close to like doing ourselves in with like nukes or um through our own stupidity like eradicating an important insect from the bigger picture and and bees yeah exactly yeah or like maybe we like create a black hole on accident oh whoopsie (laughs) and it like just eats everything (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh, but no, today, uh, I think we're going to talk about one of the times we actually came alarmingly close and we're going to dive into like GMOs kind of, mm-hmm. which I know is, is it? it's a controversial topic. I know, but they're I, everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. It's like, oh no, not GMOs. I go to Aldi and I buy organic <laughs> bananas and I buy organic strawberries that- well, isn't. Aren't bananas a product of... Yeah, and strawberries. G- That's kind of why I, I wrote them in the yeah, notes okay, because okay. they're totally yeah. uh, massively uh, modified by humans. Yeah. And it, like, is it, is it true that bananas are only yellow because of the way that they've been modified? Is that accurate? It's because of the way that they are. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. No, I think uh-huh. uh, an unmodified banana was originally like almost entirely like those black seeds you see in them Mm -hmm. they were like massive and not like the way they are Mm -hmm. yeah no 
wait, hold on. I'm sorry. This is a side note, but it's so freaking funny. There was this video that I watched earlier this week of this guy who's going on this like very ultra religious rant about how the like creator perfectly made bananas like and you could tell based on the way that they fit into the human hand (laughs) then the first top comment was like someone's gonna be really or someone's gonna have to tell him and he's gonna be really disappointed when he finds out that bananas as they are like right now were just genetically modified (laughs) what's his name michael cameron that was michael cameron from growing pains oh my gosh sorry it just the legit michael cameron that's like the actor that's not a very yeah okay um so like yeah strawberries bananas i'm not that person who's like oh i'm gonna rub myself in essential oils and stay (laughs) safe from 5g or anything Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not a a flat earth person nor am i bill gates well, you're you're not Bill Gates yet, but you did get your second COVID shot, so it could be a matter of days. Right? Yeah my um my hands occasionally start like just like grabbing things and throwing them across the room, but uh-huh. um no everything's fine. Um, also I I don't believe FBI guy is reptilian. <laughs> he um, could be. No, we're talking about uh this uh bacterium, mm-hmm. which I learned that bacteria is like the plural and bacterium is the singular oh i yeah. did not know that yeah so this is called klebsiella planticola yep that's yep. what it's called <laughs> yep that's it um so what do we eat normally in like a week um pre-pregnancy it was a lot healthier <laughs> Pre- sourdough bread <laughs> pregnant me um eats about a pound of mozzarella cheese a week uh so a lot of sourdough bread, some sweets here and there. I still eat really healthy, though. A lot of fruits and veggies because, you know, the baby and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, so like veggies and fruits and such. And this is one of those things I never really sit around and think about ever. Like we grow stuff, we take care of it, we harvest it, we sell it, we buy it, we eat it, throw it out because we don't remember about it. <laughs> But, like, what happens to all the excess and, like, unused stuff? Like, I'm, this isn't even, like, like a leading question. Like, what do we actually do with it? Uh, like, the like the stuff that we harvest that doesn't get used. Right. So, like, corn. Yeah. What, we only take a little bit of the corn. Yeah. What happens to the rest of it? Oh, I see what you're saying. You know? Like, the stocks and stuff? Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. All that fun bits. Yeah. You know, I don't really know, and I should know the answer to that question, actually. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, do we burn it? Do we let it decompose? Like we have a composter in the back that we, we do totally put stuff in mm-hmm. and just kind of like, oh, this is kind of moldy. Let's just throw it in the composter. <laughs> oh, this is a cucumber from two weeks ago. <laughs> totally not sure if that's how we're supposed to do it, but <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, we have a composter and it essentially will be useful one day if we choose to ever like put our hands in there and grab it out. I, yeah, I never really thought through the process of how we're supposed to actually get all of that out and put it in the like, garden. She's just like, I'll just make Matt do it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, we're just two people and, you know, we don't have that much waste compared to like a massive crop mm-hmm. that grows stuff. But like, what do they do with their stuff? They do science stuff. 
that's what okay all right i'm following science yeah so so cool that's hip yeah and what does science people do they try and figure out how to do stuff right yeah they do science stuff they go hey this is this is the way something is can i make this better yes that's what like i want to think the scientists do and i'm gonna say they do that's mm-hmm. what they do normally yeah so we're gonna time warp back to the 1990s oh what a good decade the germans oh in the 1990s okay so things are still cool there yeah <laughs> Uh, they thought, and this is kind of like jumping around a little bit, but like, what if we turn all this waste into alcohol? Oh, all right. I guess ethanol yeah. is the more yeah. appropriate term. Yeah. Uh, the game plan. Let's modify the genetics of a common soil bacterium so it could efficiently ferment plant waste. Okay. I'm kind of following. So there's going to be lots of uses. Uh, fuel, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that here in our home state of Illinois, um, some of our gasoline contains ethanol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's a thing. Maybe you can even turn it into booze. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I seem to remember in college there being this alcohol that was like massively um, like 90 or 95% alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was called Everclear. Yep. Um, I don't have fun. I don't know that I have any memories of Everclear, actually. I don't remember. I don't even know if it still exists. I'm sure it does. Uh, but I remember it being like essentially just gasoline. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea with this bacterium is we would collect plant waste, which is like wood chips or like corn stalks, for example. Um if you're a lumber company, a lot of the wood waste, mm-hmm. you would kind of get it in like one area. And with the aid of the uh, Klebsiella planticola in the soil, we could gather loads of ethanol, which is good for, you know, fuel and heating, uh, maybe even get smashed off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anything left over from this would yield this insanely effective fertilizer. Okay. So it's like win, win, like just like winning all around. Yeah. No, this all sounds great. It seems like a super great achievement too. Um, This could help break down rotting organic material. It would uh, start replacing gasoline. This could really help us control greenhouse gases. Al Gore would be like super stoked on this idea. He'd be like, Excelsior. It'd be awesome. Uh, this would be something that you add to the soil, kind of like you would compost. Um, the results from lab testing were massively successful. When you add the bacteria to the soil, it led to the elimination of the organic waste and produced ethanol. Um, and it, it was... It was it was fantastic. Like it was exactly what they wanted. Nice. They wanted to get rid of this excess stuff that was either going to be turned into sludge and it would be unusable, or it would be burned and you know, burning anything's bad. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. So the EPA, um, the United States Environmental Protection Agency, uh, they got wind of it and they 
liked it, and they actually approved testing of it at Oregon State University. And a number of doctoral students under the supervision of soil pathologist Elaine Ingham went to work to, like, I don't know, like, make sure everything's okay. Yeah, just, like, double check. I mean, there should always be a QA process in place, but... Right, right. I mean, it's it's one of those, like, is this too good to be true? Because yeah. it was yielding results that were essentially too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of like the idea of, like, every, every action has, like, an opposite and equal mm-hmm. reaction. Like, mm-hmm. they were kind of, like, cutting out a negative result of having all this waste. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this is pretty good. Yeah. Hey, hoofa. This, this thing was too good to be true like it worked really well it worked too well yeah uh, at breaking down organic material and making ethanol uh if if your goal was to create ethanol and only ethanol well you had a very large supply of material which was potentially the entire earth's content of leafy plants and such okay vegetation and such yeah it's all fair game. It's just ethanol waiting to happen. So, uh, yeah, way, way too good to be true. Uh, they added the post-processed waste into actual living soil. Now, this is the Oregon State University mm-hmm. researchers. They, they, they take the material that had been produced, and so this is kind of like the, what we would call like. Um, like the compost, mm-hmm. they added this to the soil, mm-hmm. um, not like sterile soil. Uh, this is like a living soil that you just like go outside and get a handful. That's the soil that they're using. Mm-hmm. And something happened that no one expected. What happened? Ooh, what oh. happened? Before I, I hop into that, this is, this is one of those things where um, – I'm so impressed by people who work in like engineering uh, because I, I I couldn't get past anything out of a vacuum. Yeah. Like describing things in a vacuum made sense. And then they're like, well, okay, well now we're going to go into real life and everything changes. Yeah. No, I could never, uh, I don't know. I looked at like a multiplication timetable the other day and that was really a struggle. Yeah. Me, so <laughs> I can't really imagine I would do well. Yeah, I have a buddy who can look at a bridge and tell you how much weight it can hold. Oh, I know that buddy. <laughs> that's yeah, that's super impressive. Yeah. Um, I can talk about poetry for like five minutes, and then yeah. and then the kids turn off their cameras and and go play video games again. Yeah. Um. No. So you're right. Something happened that they didn't really expect, and the result was, um, the seeds that the researchers put it into the soil that had the mixture um they sprouted that's great actually but then they all died oh (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) okay 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 so like why were they dying um what what killed them yeah okay all right so as i say like many times i'm not a science person (laughs) Uh, so to take the concept and kind of make it bite-sized for me, what I got from some research was this, uh, that plants are 
only able to take nitrogen and other nourishment from the soil with the help of fungi. Oh, I didn't I'm a, know I'm that. A fun guy. I didn't know that. <laughs> this pod's over. This pod's <laughs> over. We're done. On We're a done. scale of one to uh, our Comcast cable, how canceled? <laughs> it's extremely canceled. I actually called to to speed up the cancellation. Oh, no, so they the plants help get nourishment from this fungi called mycorrhizae. I really hope I'm saying that correctly. I actually typed in the notes like a pronunciation thing. You know, whatever. So these fungi live in the soil and they help make nutrients available to plant roots. And when the modified Klebsiella was introduced to the soils, uh, it became excessively competitive with the fungi and it kicked its ass. Oh, so they were just like duking it out. They were duking it out. And uh, the fungi lost. Yeah, so the reduced population of the fungi, uh, the mycorrhizal fungi, um, the plants couldn't survive. And to make, I don't know, to like make a visual, uh, they would grow, but the result would not be green and leafy and healthy. It would be like almost colorless oh. and wilty and one of the articles described it as being like poison with alcohol from okay. from like birth from yeah. germination that is yeah. so like they would get through the surface soil <laughs> the surface the, level the, the, of the soil they would grow they would grow <laughs> they would go through the soil and they like, they'd like hit hit the air and then they would just die yep. because they were yeah. essentially being turned into ethanol yeah look we're not science people we're not freaking farmers nope you know? <laughs> nope i tapped a tree yeah we did tap a lot of trees that's it though and yeah they would die uh but the researchers also discovered another pretty horrible fact oh god it gets worse than it, that yeah it gets worse <laughs> okay um i guess the original thought was that once you incorporated this bacteria into the soil, basically the process of turning it into ethanol would kind of end the life cycle mm -hmm. of this bacteria. But no, they pretty much would stay for numerous generations. And the implication was that once they became established in the soil, they would be virtually impossible to get rid of. Oh, my God. So it's just like tainted soil forever. Correct. Oh, geez. Correct. Okay. Maybe that's a little too doom and gloom. Like, I know how scientists can be Yeah. with the doom and the gloom. Yeah. Um, and it sounds pretty awful. And it actually, it kind of reminds me of the scenario in Idiocracy, that Mike Judge movie, mm -hmm. um, when they kept watering the crops with this energy drink called oh, Brondo. Yes. yes. Uh, and shit wouldn't grow. Yeah. Uh, because you only pee in the water. You don't yeah. drink it or use it for anything. It's just yeah. for the toilet. Yeah. Oh, uh, brilliant movie. movie. It gets more and more true each yeah. year. Yeah. It's disturbing like how much closer we are getting towards idiocracy. It's what the plants crave. Yeah. Electrolytes. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the APA heard about the results of Oregon University's research. And they were like saying like, 
you must have done something wrong. We were doing research. <laughs> we went through everything. We double-checked. We triple-checked. We had that fine-tooth comb, and we were doing all the research. You must have it wrong. Yeah, so I guess the question I have is, like, how is it that these people in Oregon were the first to discover, like, these pretty horrendous unknown effects of the bacterium? Again, 1990s i was a little shithead playing in dirt my yeah. you know myself yeah as like a five or six adding year your old. own bacteria yeah i was yeah. i was a little kid i was a little kid i have no idea what's happening in germany then or in oregon or really anywhere i just you know i was really into like thomas the tank engine yeah and i'm pretty sure i wanted to be a garbage truck yeah. when i grew up yeah not not a garbage <laughs> truck driver just that i wanted to be the garbage truck yeah right <laughs> right um yeah okay oh yeah so what i'm what i'm getting is is that essentially the the epa the german lab were using sterile soil oh so it wouldn't have had the same effects as right okay interesting right so you you would think that they like would have thought about that maybe well it gets back to me only understanding physics and such in a vacuum that's I, yeah. I don't get it anywhere else drag don't know what it is yeah i know that when i put my hand out the window it hits my hand yeah. that's drag i don't i yeah. can't calculate it yep it's just it's there sometimes if i put my finger in my mouth you know like lick it and then put it up in the air i can tell you which way the wind is blowing drag yep 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 very scientific yeah um so looking at the big picture this bacterium was extremely close to commercial release. How close? Um, I've seen articles say as close as weeks away. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, weeks away from release. Yeah. But yeah, you know, again, if you if you think about how close we've been to destroying ourselves, um, I think looking at like the Cuban Missile Crisis, we uh-huh. were seconds away from annihilation mm-hmm. possibly uh canadian geneticist david suzuki um made a comment about this and he claims that the mass production and distribution of klebsiella planticola could have quote whoosh, whoosh, ended all plant life on the north american continent and that uh implications of this single case are nothing short of terrifying yeah, that is, I mean, ooh. <laughs> yikes. Right, so maybe not uh, earth-wide destruction of plant life, uh, but this thing, uh, would it get established into the soil, I don't think would discriminate between anything. And so like even like trees and such, you know, things that we don't really eat uh, would have also gotten got. Yeah, I mean, if you if you think about it, so like next time you go to the grocery store and you look at like the fruits and veggies and see where they come from, if you were to have introduced the soil to a specific country or a specific part of a country, you could essentially, you know, if you have food that comes only from that that region or that country or whatever, you could essentially wipe out an entire food group because of that soil that's like something that's not able to grow 
you know, in like Illinois, for example, we have just have bean and beans and corn. <laughs> yeah, but it's that it's that bad corn. Yeah, that you can't actually eat. It's <laughs> no, it's, the, it's it's for the crops. It's it's, yeah, it's for the yeah, it's for the cows and such. Yeah, that is that's wild. That's actually horrifying. Yeah, but like in the end, like GMOs are a huge part of our lives. Uh, I mean, Thanks, again, science. Like, back to like the banana. I think even strawberries are like superly modified. Yeah. Um, companies like Monsanto and other big biotech companies are constantly at work uh, trying to develop and sell all kinds of GMOs to us. All right. First of all, genuine fuck them. Not for anything GMO related, but Monsanto is a horrible company. Yeah, they made Agent Orange. They deserve like a two-part episode on this pod because there are so many things like they have genuine trolls on the internet that just like try to sway public opinion about that like like it's insane the amount of control and power that they have yeah yeah you know um this is the part of the episode note making i was i was doing i was like i don't want to become like the tinfoil hat guy nor do I want to even promote tinfoil hatness. Well, wait, hold on. We have a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but I'm genuinely, I genuinely love conspiracy theories, but I don't always take them entirely seriously. Yeah. Monsanto was one of those massively established yeah. corporations that I'm like, oh, it's a little yeah. too real. Yeah. Um, and you know, so we have, a we have, uh, this is a complete sidetrack and, and off the, the notes, but, um, there are stories of farmers who lose their entire crop for the season because another farmer miles and miles away sprays, um, a chemical first, mm-hmm. you know, whatever mm-hmm. use on their farm and it gets carried into the wind and onto that other farmer's crop and it just decimates everything that it touches and there is um other stories of like crossbreeding that happens mm-hmm. between different seeds um you know and that also ruins farmers crops it's there's there's a lot there's a lot of fucked up stuff that happens in farming that i think like a lot of people don't know about if that if you have no connection to it you know it's not like you're reading like farmers daily or anything farmers like almanac that. yeah <laughs> um but i think i think we really should do an episode on monsanto and just like mm, i don't know i think we should really do an episode on the um fruit juice conspiracy <laughs> what's the fruit juice conspiracy oh the the uh false uh the fake news we'll say the f- fake news uh-huh. uh that it's healthy and it's not just like oh my god yeah no it's, it's all yeah. it's all terrible for you but it's so tasty it is so, it's well, so it's tasty of sugar. Uh, that's why i like it i have this like new standard that i'm trying out um 
as of like i don't know maybe a couple as of three hours ago (laughs) since i cut cable um well no i mean it's crazy like we listen to a podcast called stuff they don't want you to know it's a small one it's not a small one they're so great that's so nice of you to do that (laughs) but they're also conspiracy podcasts and they talk about um the news that came out this baby food yeah this like the heavy metal baby food Mm -hmm. yep and how there's contaminants found within like almost every major baby food brand and it's like the four like most um i don't want to say lethal that's not the word i'm looking for <laughs> uh it's like the like lead and arsenic and, and mercury and the amounts of of levels or the, the the amounts of traces of that that are found within baby food it's mm-hmm. disturbing and it's yeah. not just like a u.s thing it's like a worldwide problem but um you know after like hearing that and then a lot of stuff about our own food and safety or food safety um, rules, I think it's made me really think a little bit more about like, would this be something that's approved in like a European country? <laughs> what would Europe say? They have yeah. Kinder eggs. They do have Kinder eggs. And you know what? Thank God for the U.S. protecting our stupid kids from Kinder eggs, because truly, I you know, someone's got to do it. Someone has to do it. <laughs> so yeah, like GMOs are this huge, this huge thing. And you know, where does that put us? It puts us in this, this kind of like this like weird place. You know, these companies are adding stuff or changing things. You know, the question is, is it safe? You know, the reality is sometimes it takes years of widespread use to really know if something is safe or not. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, pretty scary. Yeah. Um, Like I trust science and I believe, I want to believe in the goodness of people. Uh, like, would scientists and researchers jeopardize life on Earth for a quick buck? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I I hope not. You know, I, I really have to imagine not. I think at the end of the day, especially everything, like, if you take COVID as an example, the companies who, you know, th- okay, so think about, like, your local regulations that were happening, right? Um, there's a lot of chit-chat about how restaurant associations were trying to lobby local governments to open back up sooner, even if their, like, local positivity rate was, like, over 20%. Um, the restaurant associations were trying to say, like, hey, this is killing our business, and, like, really, at the end of the day, like, you're gonna lose a ton of money, so fuck these people who, (laughs) you know, like, might get sick. You need to do this for us, for us to make money, and, like, maybe we could help you out. Um, I <laughs> God, what? oh it's like hey Pritzker you uh open me up you come in here you get a double bacon cheeseburger oh every God. time for free well okay also try He's like deal imagine trying to bribe JB Pritzker who's like one of the wealthiest for anyone who doesn't know JB Pritzker is the governor of Illinois he's part of the Pritzker family which it's part prob- of the name yeah probably is. owns like half of shit in Chicago uh very wealthy family i can't imagine he could be easily bribed but if if you give the man a hamburger i think he'll eat he's it. also very overweight so <laughs> that's the hamburger joke sorry jb mm. <sighs> um no i mean i have to imagine that like scientists don't have a like a profit motivation like outside players might so I, I want to trust scientists I want to. and science. So when it comes down to the soil bacteria, is it uh, 
cutting corners, make some quick money, or is it like genuine human error? Maybe it can be both. Uh, But, you know, at at least thanks to Elaine Ingham and her team, we were able to dodge this one. For now. Yeah, for now. For now. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, in in the end, GMOs are everywhere and they're not going anywhere. I think actually like um, your Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal has I don't talk GMOs. About it. Of course. Oh, everything has GMOs. Yeah. I'm a GMO. Does, You're a GMO. Does this LaCroix have GMOs? I don't think so. No, it's only carbonated water and it's naturally essenced. With Whatever GMOs. the crap that means. Yeah. So this is by no means my suggestion that a person, no, for you to be that person who is like posting shit you read from someone else on facebook and and you're an expert on vaccines and you're, you're an expert on this and that it, it's I, I don't know I, I don't know what the the healthy space to be is in in this category i, I have no suggestion yeah because i don't know where i stand even yeah i think it's one of those things that there's like a a lot of gray space for yeah. people it's like where do you draw the line do you accept it to an extent do you go completely gmo free which i imagine would have to be that sounds hard. very expensive are you gonna grow your own crops in your backyard if well, you we can? have a little garden you know we have a little garden you. we yeah. have some peppers yeah they're very small they are small peppers but they they do the job sometimes so i don't know i mean i don't know i think i think we are by absolutely no means experts, and we say that for almost every <laughs> topic that we do, I think. But um, maybe do your own research. Like, not not the research of, like, an anti-vaxxer who has, like, a two-hour-long YouTube video that does not make anybody an expert. But, like, actually pull some information from a few different, you know credible sources. Science journals. Yeah. And, like, just kind of digest it for what it is and come to your own conclusions i for one will let my wife tell me what to think (laughs) yeah and with that i think we're gonna call it a wrap we gotta go to the store and get some groceries i'm very hungry for some gmos yo yeah i want some of those spicy gmos cool all right well bye bye